Are you tired of losing sales? Do you wish you had proven strategies that would help you increase your sales today, not in three months? You could Google it, but Google is in the information business. And I am in the transformation business. Welcome, Welcome. to the Snack-Sized Sales Podcast, where we will share three actionable sales strategies that you can implement in your business today to increase your sales tomorrow. This includes tactics, tips, and techniques from industry experts, influencers, and sales pros to help you shorten your learning curve and increase your bottom line. The more sales strategies we simplify for you, the shorter your sales cycle and the more money in the bank. Now your host, 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 multi-award-winning sales expert and international speaker, Wesleyan Greer. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Snack Size Sales Podcast. Today, we have Sidel Stewart with us. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Wesleyan. How are you? I'm doing lovely. So let me tell you a little bit more about Sidel. She is a business operations architect virtual assistant trainer and founder of VA agency Onnit Communication and a self-titled possibility ambassador. Sidel Stewart makes it possible for online coaches, consultants, and experts to get slick and sexy systemized so they can delight clients, increase their impact, and make more money while focusing on what lights them up. She is process-driven, oh, woman after my own heart, and passionate about excellence. Sidel simplifies and transforms the back office and online customer journey for her clients, elevating their business from successful to exponential. Clients describe her work as efficient, essential, transformational, innovative, and futuristic, citing her as a revolutionizing the way that they do business. I love it. <laughs> I do the front, I bring all the money in, and you figure out what to do with it afterwards. That's right. <laughs> awesome. So tell us, how did you get into this business? So I got into my business originally as I started as an executive assistant in corporate over the years. And then I started my own VA business in 2011, which I was really passionate about. I was originally working with independent entertainers, helping them to really get their lives on track because I used to be a performer. I used to do spoken word. And so that was my world. And I thought, OK, there's other people that need this service. They need this skill set to keep them organized, promote their events. So that's how I started. Very quickly, well, I say quickly, it took me about five years to realise there's no money in working with artists because everybody's a poor artist, right? So I pivoted and switched to working with service-based business owners. And then over time, I niched down into working with coaches and consultants. My background in processes has stemmed from working in corporate places where systems are the backbone of those businesses, these massive corporations, like really, you know, huge global businesses. And then I realized how big a part systems played. And then I brought that into my business. And so I help people to identify the systems they need, the tool stack they need, the strategy they need to put it all in place, the team they need to keep it running. And so the business owner can go away and live their best life by doing what lights them up and what makes money for them. That is amazing. And I like how you said, hey, I started doing this business and I was focused on entertainers. 
But there's no money in that. And so, so many people, they just keep beating their head. They're like, I want to, I want to, I want to. But if you can't make a living, why? And then you transition and you said, now I'm going to do this for service-based business. And then niching down even more. Yes. One of my favorite people says there are riches in the, the niches. niches. <laughs> I love that, right? <laughs> it's so true. So you take everything that you learned in the corporate realm and you really help business owners fix their systems and processes, right? Yes. And so what you're going to be chatting with us about today is how these systems actually help you make money because people are like, I can't invest because there's no return on my investment. Yeah. So what is the first tip that you have to help us with that? Okay, so the first piece of advice is you've got to stop thinking about it as a cost and think about it as an investment because people think I'm going to spend this money and like you said, there's no return and they don't see how they're going to make that money back because they're thinking short term. You've got to think long term. You've got to think I've got to build the house before I can live in it. You can't live in a house if it doesn't exist, right? So we've got to build it. So tip number one is look at your customer journey. Your customer journey is the backbone of how people are coming into your business, how you go on to work with them, how you onboard them, what experience they have with you, and then how everything runs after that. If they have a bad experience when you're trying to get them into the door to even take their money, why are they going to stay? They're just not going to stay. So I advise that everybody goes through a client mapping exercise where you sit down and you figure out what are the services that I offer to my clients? And once you've like, figured out the services, then you're going to take each of those services and figure out the steps that is involved in that particular service journey. So let's say, for example, you're a coach or you're a consultant and you say, OK, you're on social media and you're advertising your services and you want people to come and work with you because you've got a group coaching program. And people say, someone drops you a DM and they're like, yeah, I want to really want to work with you. How do I do that? And then they say, oh, I'll send you an email. And then the person sends them an email. And then they say, we should arrange a time to talk. And they send an email back. And then next thing you know, they've spent seven emails over the space of a week. And they're still not closer to having a call and closing a cell. What are you doing? Like, just stop. So I'm saying, because it's so frustrating. I'm saying you need to sit down and figure out that journey. What do you want someone to do when they hit you up in your DMs? Where are you funneling them to? What do you want to do if somebody lands on your website? What should they do next? Make it so clear that the path is so easy for them. They're going to click here, choose a date and time in your diary. It's gone straight into their diary. They're super impressed. It's automated. They're feeling excited about the prospect of talking to you. So now you've got that out of the way. You have your call. It's all automated. They get automated reminders. You have the call on a video. The link for the Zoom or whichever platform you're using was invite. They're excited, right? And it was slick. And the first thing they do when they get on that call, they go, oh, that was really easy. Oh, that yeah. was really slick. And that's where slick, sexy and systemized came from. People kept coming onto my discovery calls and saying, that was sexy. I just clicked a button. <laughs> And here we are having a conversation. And so the time's stuck. So I'm saying map out your process, map out your journey, optimize it as much as you can. Like make the effort to reduce the number of steps where possible. If a step feels extra, it probably is. If it feels unnecessarily, unnecessary, sorry, it probably is. Get rid of it. Try and amalgamate that step into an earlier step or the step after it so that you've got as few steps as possible to get in front of the person so you can tell them what it is that you do. So that's step number one. Quite long-winded. 
But yeah, that's step number one. But it's so important, right? And you know, I think that if you're a business owner or even if you're a salesperson or a sales leader within a company, this is so important, right? Because Mm -hmm. what is, put yourself on the other side. Like I know that I will go on a website and I'll fill out an inquiry form and I'll hear nothing back. Like I came to you and you didn't even send me an email or other times they'll say, oh, somebody will be back with you in 24 hours. Still, still waiting, right? And so what is the experience that you want your customer to have? So when you're mapping the buyer's journey, not your journey salesperson, not your journey business owner, what is the buyer's journey? Yes. It is all about the buyer. You must be buyer-centric. I love that. Processing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I call so that, what is, no, sorry. I was going to say, I call that client delight. You want to delight your clients. The minute they step into your brand, the minute they touch your brand, you want to be trying to delight them and so that you can go on to do delightful business. So that's step number one. I love to delight them because again, if they're feeling like it's taking you three days to get back to them and you want to give them money, once they give you money, it's like, wow, okay, I'm person. Like what's going to happen after I buy? Yeah. No, no, no. So tell us the second tip. Okay. So the second tip is have a referral program. Like it is something that so many people overlook. If you have a referral program, you're doing so many things simultaneously. It's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. So firstly, sit down and think about what can you offer people in your network to bring you leads? Like they're already semi-qualified. They are warm. They've come through recommendation. The people that are bringing those leads, you have been singing your praises already. So make it easy for them, right? So come up with a program. Say, okay, if I get referrals and they amount in new business, this is what I can do for you. So it might be that you're going to offer them a monetary offer, like, um, I don't know, PayPal. You're going to do a PayPal transaction. It may be, I like to do gift vouchers or gift cards for global stores online. Or if you're working with local people, you can offer something in the real space, right? In the real world that they can go and tangibly use. Whatever's going to work for your audience, think about that. But come up with something that you offer and break it down for them. Say, okay, if you bring me new business and it results in X amount of money that that person spends, I will give you Y. If you bring B, I will give you Z. Then you can say, okay, I'm going to make this simple for you. Here is some text that you can share with your audience. If you've got a mailing list and you're happy to put that in your newsletter, please just copy and paste, add that in. If you're on social media, you can just copy and paste this text, add that in. There's a link where they can go for more information. Make sure your terms and conditions are super clear so that everybody knows what they're entering into and people know what's happening. And the person being referred knows that there is a gift that that person is getting. So it's all transparent and above board. Then make it so that that is an automated process and Mm -hmm. just have that running in the background. You'd be surprised how many referrals you get without even asking for them once people know that you have some kind of system in place. So put it out everywhere. Make sure it's on your website. Put it in your email signature. Make it super, super simple. That's awesome. And I like that you said it's not like you're knocking on all of your clients' doors or prospects' doors and saying, hey, come buy from this person. Come buy from this person. Just make it easy. So in conversation, they can say, oh, yeah, I know this great person who does CRMs or 
a great accountant or whatever and say, hey, do this. And like you said, it's like all in the background. It's not, okay, I have to pay this person out and I have to do this and I have to do that. So use what I call the social clout that you already have. You already have people who love you, who are working with you, whether they're referral partners or customers, use their voices, right? 100%, definitely. And what is the final tip that you have for us? So the final tip is to do both those steps, but then to even put them on ultimate boost, use automation. So there's a fantastic automation tool called Zapier or Zapier, as you might say in the States. And um, it's really easy to use once you understand what you want it to do. So it can integrate literally thousands of different tools. So let's say, for example, you have your auto scheduler, right? So somebody wants to book a discovery call with you. They jump in your DMs, you share that link with them, and then they book that call. You can set an automated step up that adds that person directly to your diary. You can add the notes. So if you've got an intake form on that calendar link, you can add those questions directly to Evernote so that when you have that discovery call with that person, you open your notebook, your questions are laid out, their answers are laid out. You haven't had to physically do anything, right? It's already this in front of you. You can have it set up so that all of your leads that come through an auto scheduler automatically go into a spreadsheet. I use a tool called Airtable had those automatically zap to Airtable, use that to track your pipeline as your CRM, or have them zap to a CRM tool that you already use, and then you can track the journey. Automation makes your business life so simple, so easy, and so quick. Like everything happens on autopilot, like it says, like it in first. Love it. And I was telling Sadell before we got on the, before we started recording that I love SaaS tools. Like I love software. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one thing for me is I need things to talk. So I will go, like you said, I'll go to Zapier and I'll say, okay, I know that this and this can talk because I want this to be the greatest and that to be the greatest. And they don't always have integrations. Mm-hmm. And so when you can make things be integrated and you can have everything working on autopilot so you can operating your excellence right your excellence is to sell your stuff Mm -hmm. so back to the beginning where we were talking about people being resistant to invest right in the operations back office Mm -hmm. if you say three hours a week or an hour a day by not having to manually follow up or add people manually to your crm that's more time for you to prospect that's Mm -hmm. more time for you to be in front of the client and getting more value out of them and getting more money. So yes, improving your operations, your back office does help increase sales. 100%, it really does. So tell us about someone who went from being a naysayer of, eh, yeah, that's a waste of money, really (laughs) increasing their business. Okay, so uh, the example I have is a lovely coach and consultant by the name of Zena Tewitt. She is um, working in the UK now, but when we first started working together, she's from the UK, but when we started working together, she was living in the Caymans and she has clients in the US, in the Caribbean, in the UK, and she was trying to build her consultancy. She was leaving like a major top four worldwide global consultancy company to set up on her own. She had no infrastructure whatsoever. She's like, Sid, I need your help. What do I do? What do I need to put in place? So we did a business intensive, to figure out what she needed. And then I looked at it and said, okay, what tools are you comfortable using? Because sometimes people have tools they're really emotionally attached to. 
and what are you open to being suggested? So I went through that, made my recommendations, built out her system. So now she has CRM system. Cause she was like, at first she was like, automation. I don't really know that I want to use automation. She's quite a, she's a little bit woo. So she likes, you know, touchy feeling. She's quite spiritual. She wants to connect with people. I'm like, yeah, but automation enables you to do that because it takes right. care of the fundamentals, the boring, the repetitive, the dull. And you get to show up being your effervescent self, talking to people, communicating with people, having those relationships, building those relationships while the, the tech's doing the hard work for you in the background. Because at first she was a bit like, oh, I don't know, people are going to feel like it's robotic. They're not getting a human response. I'm like, no one's going to know because we're going to craft your responses so that when they get an automatic reply, it sounds like it came from you. We're going to have time delays that feel natural. We're not just going to put it as an instant response. As soon as they press the button, they get a reply and they know there's no way you responded. It was two o'clock in the morning when you replied to that email. No, Mm. they're going to get it in your business hours. They're going to get it with your little touches and your colloquialisms that make it sound and feel like it's very natural. So she was a little bit sceptical, but she came around and now she refers people to me on a monthly basis. Like she's one of my biggest cheerleaders. And she said that I helped her to build a million pound business that she could never have done without me. So that's like beautiful, beautiful testimony. pounds, guys. Pounds and pounds are worth more than dollars. So, a million pounds is well over a million dollar business, right? That is amazing. And then I love that you practice what you preach. Like, I know that you have your own referral system in place. Yes, so, as well, sending it back to you. That is awesome. Yeah. You shared some awesome, awesome gems with us. And anyone who is struggling with getting their back office, automating things, it, trying to improve their sales. And a lot of times people say, I need to hire a salesperson or I need to hire a virtual assistant. Mm-hmm. I would encourage you to check out this superstar. <laughs> and she has a wonderful free gift for us. What is your free gift? Yes, I do. So the way that I map client journeys in my business and the way that I do it for clients, I have a framework that I use. It's just simply client experience mapping framework. It is a series of questions, things to consider, and a step-by-step guide on how to map out your journeys. So that is available. People can download that, go away and have a look at it, and then figure out their steps. And I mean, it could be some people find it a bit overwhelming once they start looking at something they've never considered before. But if you just need a nudge in the right direction, that is going to be an amazing tool. And if you need someone to hold your hand, I'm always here. Awesome. Awesome. And the link to get this lovely free gift will be in the show notes. So please, please make sure that you take it up on this. And even if you think you have it all worked out, why not just tune it up, right? Because I believe in auditing and always moving and shaping. And so you may find something that you can be better at or a hole that you're just missing in your customer journey. Mm -hmm. So what is the one best way for people to get in contact with you? The best way to contact me is through my website, which is sidelstuart.com. And um, I know you'll put that in the show notes for the spelling. And and then you can just book a call with me from there. You can download a freebie, you can have a look around the site at the services that I offer and just get in touch. And don't worry, if you fill in a contact form on my website, I will always get it because automation. (laughs) (laughs) 
automation, huh? But just book a call directly. I mean, yeah. was mm-hmm. with the filling out an email. I mean, contact form. Just book a call directly mm-hmm. with Miss Sid. Yeah. Thank you so much <laughs> for coming and sharing with our audience how they can improve their sales by focusing on their back office, their business processes. So I know it doesn't sound sexy and it doesn't sound amazing, but this is a proven way. And as she said, she helped somebody build a million pound business just by focusing on their back office and automating rudimentary tasks so they can excel and live in their excellence. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. That was another episode of the Snack Size Sales Podcast. To stay in tune with all things that are going on in the world of Snack Size Sales, be sure to check us out at SnackSizeSales.com. And remember, in whatever you do, transform your sales. Thank you for joining us today on the Snack Sized Sales Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and leave us a review. Learn how to continue increasing your bottom line by getting simplified sales strategies delivered to your inbox weekly by going to www.snacksizedsales.com. Trust me, your bank account will grow and love you.